This month, Armored Saint will release their new album, Punching the Sky, via Metal Blade Records. A diverse, attitude-drenched collection, Punching the Sky is everything the band's faithful have come to expect from them while pushing their signature sound forward. Purchase your copies now at metalblade.com slash armored saint. Once again, Punch in the Sky, the new album by Armored Saint. Make sure to purchase your copies now. Metalblade.com slash armored saint. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast with your hosts, Petter Spych, Brandon Hahn, and Sylvia Alvarado. Metal Sucks Podcast. What's going on, everybody? It is I, your host, Petter Spych. I am always joined by... My name is Brandon Hahn, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your buddy Gooch. And... It sounds like you're like pushing out a fart. A little bit, right? It might throw <laughs> more <laughs> fun <laughs> talk to come. Every year, <laughs> I lose my voice completely, and I sound like Harvey uh, Weinstein. Wi- not, not, not Weinstein. Not Weinstein. <laughs> Silly Harvey, yeah, I know. It sounds like Harvey Weinstein. It sounds like this. <laughs> 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 Harvey, Harvey Firestein. Harvey yeah, Firestein. That's right. It's, yeah. it's happening. Maybe next week. But anyways, uh, oh Michael, Sylvia. You can yes. follow me on Instagram and Twitter at it's a Sylvia. And Jocelyn Sharp. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jocelyn Sharp. That's J O Z A L Y N. Sharp like a sharp knife. And if you guys want to follow me, I'm at Rise to Offend on Facebook and Twitter. Rise to Offend official on Instagram. This week, back on the show, always a great time. Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth. We are here to talk about their Hallows Eve streaming show that's going to be happening, guys, on October 30th. You can get tickets at cradleoffilth.veeps.com. That's cradleoffilth.veeps.com. Make sure you guys are pre-ordering tickets to that show. Um, That chat's going to happen a little bit. But before we get to that chat with good old Danny, let's talk a little bit about the Metal Sucks news. News. Who's dying? News. Who's fighting? News. Who's dying? News, 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 news. Who's racist? News. Who's raping? News. Who's rapping? News, news, news. All right, who's rapping? Nobody this week, I don't think. But uh, this week, guys, the main story on the site um, happens to be about a Las Vegas band, a band that we think these guys are super cool and nice guys. So it's very hard for us to talk shit at all. I don't want to talk shit. I don't want to talk shit at all. I, uh, we're not going to. We're not, we're not to going not to talk about this. I want yes. to talk shit. Right. So. Jocelyn <laughs> might talk a little bit. Jocelyn. She's, she's got, got a feisty she, mood. She's got a little beef with Chris Kale's Kale. Uh, uh, Kale I do Ale, have uh, beef with Chris Kale. I will never forgive him uh, for Chris that. Chris Kale's yeah. a, a, a sweetheart. Nice. Which, by the way, ever. you having a beef. That's another word for fart. Oh, you're okay. right. So, don't, oh. don't ruin the story. I'm sorry. He's burying the lead. So, yes, Chris Kale, he has a he had a kale ale. We've all tried it. It's actually really good, but it gets you drunk too fast. Me I being have a not tried it. Oh, Sylvia I has have not. not. Tried it Us three has, but Jocelyn, who thought she can handle the kale. Before I... we get to the five-finger death butt story, let's talk about Jocelyn's Please. experience okay, let's, with kale ale. Let's be clear. Okay, so this was a night that uh, Brandon used to do these things with Kill Pop called the Kill Pop Awards. Oh, where What a fucking joke. Uh, this was, <laughs> God, they were a joke. I got no problem talking shit about that. Every one? single time I left that going, what the fuck was that? And everybody else that was a part of the 
project. That was so great. I'm like, what the fuck yeah, are was, you watching? It, it was bad. But the first one was really fun and really good. Uh-huh. And Chris Kale was in that one. And he was great. And he, because he was there, his beer sponsored it. So they had this special where you got a beer and a shot for $5. Okay. So not only was I drinking Chris Kale's Kale Ale, but I was also drinking shots with every one of them. And what I didn't know is that this Kale Ale is brewed in liquor barrels so it is whiskey barrels whiskey barrels so it's extensively alcoholic it's like an 11 percent alcohol beer i have probably between three and five of these i lost count i am hammered i'm fucking hammered i'm hammered let's be clear hammered and uh, and you were at the hard rock yeah i'm at the hard rock venue venue here in las vegas on the strip on the the strip and they're like really strict the hard rock is about being too drunk so if you puke or anything, they usually kick you out immediately. Mm-hmm. And so not was, a punk rock. And yeah, a bunch I, of fascists. And I'm like a throwing guess. up in our place. I can't puke on your floor. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck do you think? I thought this. What is this? Russia? No, this is a we'll get to the, okay, we'll, Kim Jong Un. I'll go puke outside. Hey, we'll get to the video in a second. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, I'm, and I'm like a guest of Brandon's, and I'm like in his VIP area. So I also don't want to make a fool of myself. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go to the bathroom and quietly vomit. Sure. And get it out of my system. Well, it was not a quiet vomit because I start, as soon as the vomit comes, it starts becoming the most violent vomit I've had in probably oh my years. Gosh. And I start violently farting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like with yes. every wretch, there is a fart to match. Yes. It's just like, blah, 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 like so Did bad. Did you hey, shit I yourself? Think, no, thank God. I think you just oh did the beat God. for Atomic Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a great point about not shitting yourself because well, yeah, if you're because quietly throwing up you're and passing, it's just out coming out. Well, and I think that the bathroom attendant thought I shit myself too because oh. when I came out, I like tears streaming down my face, of course, uh, I'm in a fart cloud. Yeah. I just got vomit dribbling down oh. my chin. You look like an Alice Cooper fan, just <laughs> mascara oh, trailing my. down your face. I look like the final scene of an intervention episode where they tell you it doesn't work out, but it's real bad and the bathroom attendant has a pile of paper towels that she hasn't even neatly folded she just has a pile of paper towels she pulled oh, out of that the was thing sweet of her. and she's holding them out to me almost as if to say I don't know which end you need to clean up yeah, but, right, yeah. but here you go I got you either just way jam I got them you in covered jam it so in I'll there. never forgive Chris Kale and you're my mortal enemy yeah. oh whoa so whoa. she's gonna do most yeah. of the talking about this video <laughs> but the point is is that Chris dude he's sober now it he's is been a good beer though if you do like yeah. if you like beer and you like whiskey you will like this beer. The reason I drank too much of it is because it was fucking delicious. Yes. But yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to back know. you up. I also drank some and I got hammered. Dude, one, so what would this do to like a lightweight? Oh, I'm a, I'm a one, lightweight. No, yeah. I, I've had one. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you right now, I felt like I couldn't even, like I was done. It, <gasps> it was, It's like if I drank anything else, I would throw up. It was just one. Yeah, and that, that, I'm a lightweight <laughs> like that. But like, <laughs> Sylvia, I think if you got a medicine dropper, you'd be like, <laughs> put her shirt Yeah, back. I think if I, God, if I burped in her face after. After I drank one, she'd pass yeah. like, oh, God, you guys, oh, this is God. great. What is she doing with her belt? <laughs> but I, I remember years ago, and this is, I think, the first time I met Chris Kale. Um, we did it. It was me, Brandon, Dennis Huff. He's the guy that sounds the opening to our show. And Chris, and he brought over a test of the whiskey he was selling. Yes. What was that? It was his whiskey. Yeah. It was yeah, his yeah, whiskey, yeah. his brand. And we finished the bottle of whiskey, and I was all four of us were just taking shots and hanging out or whatever like that and mm-hmm. doing a, a podcast at the time. And I remember being like, I can't drink any more of your fucking whiskey, but I had to because of the social surroundings, sure. right? It was bad. Like, uh, But I remember, th- he's, he's that nice guy. So two days later, three days later, we go to King Diamond, 
And sure enough, Chris is there, and he just walks up, and he's like, hey, man, how you doing? How'd that whiskey hit you? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still hurting right now. Don't buy me any drinks at King Diamond. He's like, no, nah, we can do one. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and you can't say no. Right? And you can't, right? So He was so nice to me that night, too, by the way, uh-huh. because after guy. I vomited, I like went to go talk to him because I'm like drunk, and I'm like, I have to tell Chris Kale that yeah, I used to work out. So and your mortal enemy, you had to tell you did this to me. I'm a woman. I'm fickle. So I want to floss with your beard. <laughs> so then I go talk to him and I'm all drunk trying uh-huh. to tell him how much I love his beer and how I used to work out to the first five year death punch album. Yeah. And I'm like, I, just, I love squatting and I love your beer. He wasn't on that record. <laughs> I love squatting. I, I used I to work out to the beer. record you weren't on. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. I was about to say, so yeah. Bad. I'm like, oh boy. Good. So bad. He's like, well, I play some of them live. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's that. But, you know, t- t- the relationship with Fiber Death Punch in this group. I mean, and Ivan was also, Ivan. I, I, dude, I can't begin to tell you how nice and sweet of a guy they're this really dude good. is. They're He's really good. He's such a guys. good guy. So that's why this pains me. So, Ivan, when he comes to the studio, you said he'd always search for you to give you he a hug. He searched me yeah. out, give me a hug, do the very first. Like, he just walked up, gave me a cigarette one time. I'm like, I don't smoke, but thanks. You know, yeah. like, Did you smoke just, it? No, no. Oh. I just was like, all right. And it's funny because I just kind of stood there holding it. Like, what do I, I do with to? it? Yeah. So oh, I just kind of nice. put it under my lip. It just looked like I did. You know, like, you know, the dad thing where it just flops there you know just yeah. unlit yes. yeah it was like that for an hour yeah. okay and the main person that seems behind this vi- video is zoltan also very nice we all got good stories so it's gonna be again it's gonna be tough for us to say anything negative about it will not be tough that's not the okay word. No, yeah. well, it's gonna be tough for us to say anything negative because they've always shown their human side to be very good to all the people in i'm this not room. saying anything negative about about them as people mm-hmm. as people mm-hmm. um so uh the video for the band's latest video is called Living the Dreams. Now, it was released. Now, I, this is where I'm going to put all these things out there. It was released a week before early voting, right? Pretty much so. And it is a politically charged video. Can we say that? Yes. No, yes. they said it wasn't. Oh, no, we're going to get to what they said. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get to what they is, said. There's a difference between what they said and what we're okay, watching. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. So it was released without really a statement. It was a statement happened afterwards after I believe Axel's article on, on Metal Sucks, a statement happened. So the point is, is you watch this video without that statement. And what's the first thing that's glaringly obvious to you this video is about? The Brandon. Pen- Oh, it's telling you if you're wearing a mask, you're a sheep, and you're gonna bow down to the government, and they're gonna own you. And that's it's that's what I was reading. It. Yeah, yeah. Sylvia, same, same thing, right? Yeah. Same thing I saw too. I was like, wow, this is kind of an anti-mask. Well, within video. the first three seconds, it's people with shopping carts full of toilet paper, and it's like, yes. how are you not supposed to right. relate Think that anything. to the? That's what I'm saying. It's like, like the things, the, the zombies with the toilet paper is representing all the guys that got scared, and they like mindless zombies went out there and bought up all the toilet paper out of fear. And then which the fuck next... those guys? I love the Charmin, and they yeah, me too. They but also, they were dumb. They should have bought a bidet. But... Right? Thank you. Oh, That's yes. what I did. Let me tell you something. I bought a bidet because of that. And dude, my asshole, you could eat off it. Okay. Really? So... I won't. See, I'm not going to. But <laughs> the bidet sounds like a really good idea. That's a good. Uh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. For, yeah. We're the only disgusting country that doesn't clean their asshole after shitting. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, Don't call us disgusting. You, you, well, oh, I yeah? mean, it's disgusting. Just because we use toilet paper? Spread it's your disgusting. cheeks. Spread your cheeks. How brown is that? How brown is that eye? You would never wipe your baby's shitty <laughs> ass with dry toilet paper. Ever. Even with the wipies. Mm, yeah. Ever. I think my baby would cry if he sat on a debate. A debate. Oh, Pete. Oh, man. A gabouche. This is another recream. It's another recream. 
I don't know. Uh, the day. Uh, the bay. So uh, with that, guys, so same feeling. I saw it. I'm like, wow, okay, this is a political statement. People are going to go out to vote Saturday in, in this country, in the States. This is clearly saying to they're, their they're fan They're holding base, their breath, waiting to find out what Five Finger Death Punch thinks. Right. Well, no, no. Listen, I know that you think that this doesn't influence. I want to hold off on the vote. Ivan, guide me. I know you think that this, this, this doesn't, like, it really shouldn't change people's eye viewpoint, but like these guys are heroes to a lot. They're yeah. probably the most popular, definitely in America, rock yeah. band in the last 10 years that I can think yeah. of. I mean, we can go with Ghost, but that's a Swedish band. But I mean, mm-hmm. besides that. As far as that, American bands, oh yeah, they're growing. They're, 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 they are. So they have, you know, they have some influence, is my point. So that's what we all felt, right? Yeah. Axel wrote an article about it saying, yo, this is an anti-masker video, yada, yada, yada. Well, Zoltan came back out and he said it's not an anti-masker video and he explained what the video was about now for people that haven't seen the video i'm not going to tell you to watch it i'm just going to break it down kind of real quick for you first thing you see zombies with toilet paper clearly a take shopping on the, carts of toilet paper uh, mm-hmm. uh, clearly to us uh, uh, we would relate that to the pandemic when people were doing this when they were hoarding yeah. right toilet paper uh then you have someone who um is exempt from having to wear a mask because they are part of the totalitarian government and everybody that's wearing a mask is compliant, and it shows kind of like I want to see Chinese symbols yeah. or something. They're like that. Uh, Soviet. Yeah, so Soviet. Yeah. Hammer, yeah. Hammer, it's the, the sickle. The hand, yeah. yeah. Okay, and so eventually that lady is walking human beings as dogs, and the five figure death punch mascot starts a revolution and uh, starts breaking things, and then all the people start ripping off their masks, saying "fuck the totalitarian government." Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's a war where the members of Five Finger Death Punch are leading ahead, you know. Grabbing the American flag. With the American flag, keeping it high high in the air, and people are getting killed. And, and the then, one carrying the American flag, not born in America. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll get to that. that is, yeah, this is a, I a love pretty... America very much. America <laughs> yeah. number yeah, one. That's an interesting that, observation. That's yeah. a factor. That, I'll, that I'll get to that. That's a factor. That's a factor. People a major need factor. to understand that. What people got to understand is when immigrants come over here, they're, they're like, patriotic. don't fuck with this shit. I'm yeah. a first, don't yeah. fuck with the red, white, and blue. Immigrants are more American than American. Because where they came from. I'm a first generation American, and I'm telling you, the immigrant mentality is not the same. So we'll get to that, though. Okay, because he, Zoltan's the one that commented. Okay, so then after the American flag is held up high, boom, it's all a dream. Who wakes up? We assume it's George Washington, and he's signing the Constitution. Yeah, I would, I would say it's, it's probably that script Thomas is bad. Jefferson. It might the be Constitution, we, we, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's, oh, did I say it wrong? No, you said George yeah, Washington. George Washington was the first president, but yeah, I think it was George Washington. Anyway, yeah, the, one either way, it's a fucking guy. One of yeah. the founding yeah. fathers. Yeah, is signing the Constitution, and it is the guy that was in the video uh, in the military, and it shows first line workers. It shows firefighters. It shows like people getting shot with the American flag going up. So, to me, to say this isn't a political <laughs> statement. Is it's I, I don't know if you can sell that, but now the way you take it is that unfortunately, and this is maybe where I'm on Zoltan's side. Unfortunately, if you are pro America right now, that means you're anti America. Uh, America, because pro America is owned by the Trump side. Let's just say, right? We yeah. can sure. say that that's the way it's sold, but a lot of people don't see it that way. I like to be pro America, but not pro that side but regardless so there's a confusing part of the message go this is where i just like what you were saying though dude in america somewhere along the line 
we've gotten patriotism is evil. Patriots. It's like, no, this is what happens. It's like along the line. It's like patriotism and love for your country has come to represent hatred for the black lives matter movement. I think it has more to do with that. It, it, oh I don't boy. think it has. I don't know if we want to go. No. That and I don't yeah. think but, that's what it represents. No, I think no, no. It just I'm saying, I'm saying, Republicanism. I'm saying I think that patriotism is just conservatism. Related to re- but conservatism. what I'm saying, extreme form of it. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is somewhere along the line that has been the, it's like, if you love America for what it is, then you hate all this other stuff. And it's like, wait, what, 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 you know? And that's what I'm saying. What they've managed to do is they've managed to take every one of us. Like, for example, I'm pro-choice and I'm also uh, pro-Second Amendment. Well, that right there, if I vote, I'm voting against one of those. And they've done that with America. And they've done that with these movements. When you look at Black Lives Matter, well, obviously that's on the left. But when you look at pro-America, that's obviously on the right. They're making us who, fake Who off. is they? Are who you talking they? about Five Finger I'm, Death yeah. Punch? I'm talking, I'm, <laughs> talking about the, I'm talking about all these local leaders of these, of these people when they put a mic in front of their face and then they start pointing fingers at the other well, side. Well, I think what you're saying is that Black Lives Matter is not a political movement. No. If you want to make it one, you can. But I, I know people are doing that. And I know it's a social so you movement. Just but it, it's not, just it's say, not you, politics. So, so, but what I'm saying you know, is you just um, said it's not a political movement, but you can make it one. So people People have. will because, they yes, have. yes, I understand that. But, okay, so... And I'm not blasting back, any other. I'm back. just saying, like, where along the lines have both have they made it where these 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 groups are facing off? So, well, so who would have thought that Five Finger Death Punch's video would have this conversation? But that's <laughs> exactly. what we're dealing with. They just wanted to make a now. cool video. Yeah, yeah. That's but, right. I, well, I'm just saying. I'm, yeah. I'm just looking at the like who who I gotta are, be honest are the Antifa or whatever they're trying or whatever they're trying to paint as the bad guy. I don't and understand when you look this at, thing. When you look, <laughs> I'm talking about the Trump side. When you look at the Trump side and who are the people that he's always bitching about? Antifa, Black Lives Matter. But he's always going. Pro-America, pro-America, pro-America. Well, the people on the other side are seeing him do that. And they're going, well, if he's pro-America, I don't want to be pro-America. So then they're blasting that. It is getting led that way. People are trying to pick pick sides between two things that they think are right. And that's what they've done to us. Okay, so with... I mean, I don't know any people personally that are struggling that much with it, but... I'm talking... I know, because they're because right now, they're like, pick a side or get the fuck out of here. But and that's no, everybody. Brandon, your frustration, your hostility is real. People yeah. feel just like you. No doubt about it. It's, this, not the, it's not the fact that I feel like that. It's what I'm seeing. I don't feel I, one way or the other. I just don't see that in my real life. I only see that on social media. So, I see that in the minority of people. I don't see that in my everyday experiences. But we have yeah. to, we have to yeah. admit that social media is a part of real life now. I mean, it is, but I mean, so, more and more we people can't call are. It fake life. We're exodizing it now. I mean, more and more people are coming off of it that it's now becoming less and less part of our Knock life. on wood. Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> back hopefully, to the, you can, hopefully they get off the internet, but still uh, subscribe to the Metal Sucks podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, there you go. <laughs> get off social media, but you still use the podcast app. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Yeah, so it, we could clearly say for you not to say that there's some sort yeah. of political agenda of that video. That's a little nice to kinda, say. This kinda, is a PR thing, obviously. It has yeah. to be somebody on their team being like, you have to. And my thing is, is there was yeah. it's not like they showed uh, any glimpse of the left's problems. And here's the thing: both sides, left and right, they both have legitimate gripes. Everybody does. But like I said, they've made us pick between things that we actually care about, and that's why nothing gets solved. That's why when you look at that video, it is extremely one-sided. It's geared towards the right. There is no left. There's no side on the left that just goes, well, these people aren't bad. No, you're telling everybody, you're saying in that video that everybody on the left is just blindly falling along. Well, I don't and, even, I don't even see the left and right message in there. I only see the mask message. I don't see any of the, I, I mean, I get that it's political because the mask thing is a little political, but I think, little? 
Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's obviously political. Well, the, but the, the whole zombie thing, too. Yeah. I think that's it's another message it's that's out there. It's just more fear tactics. Yeah. But let's be honest. The mask thing also should not be, be political. political. But it is. So... But it's, point it's, is, it's got this. I mean, we should really be talking about how bad the video is. Is what we should, should be, be talking but about. It's, it's, it's because hard to, the ending is kind of cheesy. It, well, it's just this. It's the, it's the style of filming music videos where it's like we're making a really poignant point, so we're going to just film everything in slow motion and half speed. Sure. Everything's half speed and everything goes really slow. And it's that's for to, effect. It's supposed to be like really poignant. It's you like, put that song on, a, on an ad for the army, and you're going to get some Midwesters being like, "I'm that's enrolling." Very true. That's what the whole point of that is. But anyway, so Which hilarious because the song's lyrics are about overthrowing the regime. So, so Zoltan, for people that don't know, um, he, ca- he came from Hungary. Zoltan came from Hungary, so he came from this oppressive place, just like you know my, my parents did as well. So anybody that talks shit about America because they have somewhere to compare it to, being an immigrant or growing up in that world, you got to understand their patriotism and their pride is like, really really up the up up the ranks like they're not ever going to say a bad word because where they would be if they didn't have the opportunity of this country would be helpless Sultan would never be able to make this you know? music in Hungary yeah that's what, that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. it would be helpless so from that perspective he had probably made this video now then you go back to look at his history in 2015 he was all about electing President Trump didn't say it in 2020 but we can make the assumption that he's still very much on that side we know if you look at Chris Kale's social media, he is not an anti-masker on any way. He has stated many times people should wear masks, right? Same band, but like anything, you're going to have these conflicting things. So you're just going to take this for what it is. The, the crazy part about it is that when Zoltan responded, he said, this is not a video about anti-maskers at all. This is, that is not what I meant. And then he explained that, hey, it's about what happens if a totalitarian government does that but the problem is is that i don't think it's a metaphor for that kind of thing where he grew up which is fair because i can see when i read what he said i'm like i can see your viewpoint but i highly doubt everybody that's been through the pandemic and during these times and how politicized the anti how politicized the mask is how politicized all these things that aren't politics black lives matter mask all these things that we've made politics nobody's going to see that video without all that stuff in the background of course not playing also to be fair, if you're not going to own it, nobody's going to make that video without that thought process as well. And that's where I think Axel and the guys at Metal Sucks were like, dude, if you're going to make it, own it. Don't come back out here and say, uh, no, it wasn't that because we had a backlash. No, dude, own it. There's no way you're going to see the final cut of that video before you put it out. I'm talking about all the guys in the band and not realize what side that video is very, very, very much leaning towards. Go. Well, t- well to your point, like... If you really wanted to make that point, you didn't need to make it with toilet paper and masks. You no, could have used other metaphors. Exactly right. Unless it's the only experience that he knows right now, and that's the only But that's example. not the only experience, I, I, I know. you know? It's like, but it's, it's like the, the example that he sees right now. And he's like, okay, this is what I have. We'll Let me relate work with to it. it. Yeah. But we relate to that but it's kind in of a like, political way. Like when you have to explain your Halloween costume, mm-hmm. it's not very good. Yeah. So the Set fact it. that he has to explain this music it's video, metaphor. it's not good. Yes. No, it's a horrible. I, it might have the, the message. Video. Maybe his intentions were good, but uh, the well, that's also a mistake an artist makes. Where you go, everyone's going to understand this because in Hungary it's so much worse. It's like well, we're all not from Hungary. No, we, yeah. pers- he personalized it. Yeah, yeah. 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 which is again, I I want artists to personalize it and then us to misinterpret it or take yeah. put our own thing to it. But I think 
That's but when we I misinterpret think, it, don't act like you didn't. <laughs> I think the failure is is that the fact that he didn't see the misinterpretation, the way he's calling it a mis, the misinterpretation, the fact that he sees that most people see the way we see it, the fact he didn't see that ahead of time, that's where you're kind of like, you got to be real. Well, this, yeah. is, this is, I always equate this to the people that um, try to argue with people on Facebook, but they come at it in a nice way. So they'll, they'll, they'll well, let me just pose this question to you. And then, you know, somebody says the wrong answer. And then basically you're just kind of leading them into fucking themselves. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of like these people pretend like, oh, no, I'm not trying to push my agenda. I'm just trying to understand the opposition. And then they, mm-hmm. they say something and you're like, ah, I don't yeah, necessarily know I agree with Pull that. it back one more step even though, Brandon, and this is my problem with social media and why I'm always railing against like, do you know anyone in real life? Because anyone can be anyone on social media. I can go on there and I can be the most leftist liberal person and have an army full of guns underneath my basement and just be doing it online because I think I get a thrill when people trolling is still a thing. People are still trolling. And if you think they're not going to troll you with black lives matter and guns rights and pro Trump and pro Biden shit, they're going to troll you. I mean, you don't know, get the fuck off the internet and stop thinking that that's, that's a good gear. I've told, I've told Brandon this, I think just before the show is that there is a part of you that needs to learn that silence is the only way you can, avoid a lot of this hostility from the world right now because news articles are one-sided arguments with themselves of course. and they're very good um and those arguments are right poignant but they're one-sided they're one-sided and not to uh, not a lie but it's just spun not to i think i told brandon this earlier as well and i got this written down here but not to uh quote the bible on the Metal Sucks podcast. Brandon's not going to like it all. Oh, boy. Uh, he's uh, he's like already like, look at him. Uh, right. Oh, my gosh. my fucking eyes. But there's a passage, and yeah. I said it to him earlier. By thy words, you will be justified, and by thy words, you shall be condemned. And that passage states clearly for everybody that's rolling their eyes at me right now. See, is that, I would have interpreted that like talk shit, get fucked up. No, no, no. no. I mean, that is that is like, hey, I'm going to say these words. Word. I'm going to say these words and someone's going to condemn those words and I'm going to say these words and somebody's going to justify your actions yeah, you're for those words. Yeah, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to say. Could have so, done that without the Bible. In a sense, <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you where the quote came from. So the point is, is that in, in a sense, if we can't speak to each other anymore, and that's the real issue here. It's not politics. It's not anything else. If we can't speak to each other um, without one-sided art, without speaking to a glass screen as our uh, counterpart, you know, in a lot of ways, there is not going to be this end of hostility, right? Now, this video, again, same thing. It's it's the, it's the same problem that we're talking about in a lot of ways. Is that you you can the way that Zoltan wanted us to interpret it, and the way that everybody did, both people are right. There's truth to both sides, mm-hmm. but clearly, if we can't share art anymore without backlash what do we do and also i i just always want to challenge people to backlash is imaginary it's imaginary it's imaginary nobody's coming to your house and whipping you it's imaginary it's people on the internet saying this sucks Wah, wah, the end. Yeah. But, that's what backlash is. Like, if you really, but this is my issue with this. If that's your point, if it's your art, stand by it. You're going to have backlash. But that's if I have to say, if you know, you're right. But if I have to, if I have to respect people and say your feelings are real when they're imaginary and that made you don't. up, well, you should. Why? Because that's the only way that you can connect and show empathy with people. Is that like their feelings are real? Try to understand them. So if we have to somehow, as a society, um, even though it's not reality, it's not truth, it's not. It's not what's actually there. 
that's their real feelings. We have to address that no. and try to do that. <laughs> I won't. No, How do you, I won't. <laughs> that's what if, I'm saying. If you're gonna, then we're gonna keep. It's a, gonna be this circle constantly, that, that and all it's a, done because of that, Jocelyn. It has gotten so out of hand in the last twenty years. The whole rock and roll persona. Fuck you if you don't like it. That is now America, and that's how we treat each other. Yeah, and it's fucking bullshit. That's how people have treated each other since the beginning of time. It's humans. They just haven't had access to that's as many what people. I'm saying. It's, it's just humans. Humans and acting like it's evil or out of the ordinary is naive. It's the way people are. Well, then, you know what? It's Why are we having anti-bullying campaigns, Jocelyn? Because people always think they can fix people. If, if you want... People have pray the gay away camps. <laughs> people think they can fix people. That's the way it is. It's not It's not a phenomenon. It's not anything new. So it's, what do we do? We do nothing. You can t- it, There's no fix. This, this phenomenon where everyone thinks there's a, a magic fix and life is black and white and you're just going to be able to flip a switch. I get that. It's not the way the world works. Okay, so don't stand up for anybody. No, what, what I'm I mean, saying... Stand well, up for what you believe in, but don't pretend like you care about somebody's view just because they have a feeling. Just because well, somebody's feelings are hurt doesn't mean they're valid. Well, see, that's the thing is that it's I, I'm I can't I can't agree with that. What I'm saying is that if someone is crazy and you call them that, you're you're bullying them. You're making them feel yes. shitty, right? Now, if someone's in an emotional turmoil because of everything we're dealing with, as far as all the stuff coming at our way, and it's not real. Most of the time, it's not. Most yeah. of most time of the time, not. it's not. Let's just use. We talked about jealousy a couple weeks ago. Not real. Yes. Made up in your head completely. But if someone called me crazy, it would make me want to fight back and be like, I'm not a crazy person, you know? And it would make you dig your heels in heels with your in jealousy. And be like, you know what? I'm, I have to be right. I know they did something. Yeah. Yeah. So the point is, is that's what I mean, is that we have to be like, look, this is normalized. This is how you learn. Eventually, you get there when you actually talk to the people that you're hating. When you actually meet that they're just like you. Yeah. When you actually get that, you have to just always you get that human side of them. But see, that's, that's, that's the point I'm making and is it, that we we venture into this cancel culture place mm-hmm. where if you're not too careful about just because somebody's feelings are hurt and it's valid, then we start to get to a place where it's like this is a piece of art. You don't like it? Don't fucking consume it. But that's what cancel culture is a trend. It's been a trend. It, it's a Thirty trend. years ago, it's it was a trend. trend. Yeah. But it's what a has trend. happened though? But that's again. What has happened? Kevin Spacey will return. With everything everything that has happened right now, all it's been is a uh, a reaction to something else. That's all it is now. Well, and also all all it's been for those people is publicity. Cancel culture is politics too. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and cancel culture. But that's my point about about validating things through trying to say that because I don't disagree or agree with either end. I think that it's an individual basis. You need to treat people like individuals. So the way that I handle each individual, some people it's going to be with empathy but some people if i give them empathy guess what they're going to be take advantage they're going to take a mm-hmm. one ticket to victim town and i don't play with fucking victims anymore it's 2020 and i'm done with people yeah. and you pretending grew i'm done yeah i'm done we all got shit to deal with and i and i'm sorry and i'm gonna bring this up to like, you jazzy uh what would 21 year old jocelyn think of this jocelyn right now well i was a staunch republican so i would be very much in agreement with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Me I mean, you were the first one that was always, I mean, back She in was the a day. juggalo and a staunch Republican. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you not remember my I tattoo? I do remember the tattoo. <laughs> okay. I grew up in a very small rural part of America. You know, yeah. that was my limited life experience by that time. By 21, I grew up with the rhetoric being forced into my head that you earn, you get what you earn and you work for it and nobody gets anything handed out for free. And that was the rhetoric I was told over and over again. So of course I have conservative mm-hmm. ideals by the time I'm 21. Right. And then I meet people and I go travel the world and I get experiences. And, and, uh, and now I'm a raging liberal. It's, I mean, that's the way the world works. 
Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty much the exact opposite of everybody I've met from your age. Usually they start <laughs> off raging liberal. And then, but you have been to Fallon, Brandon. But so, but that's what I'm saying, though. So you just said you're a raging liberal, but everything you just said sounded so conservative. Because I'm an individual, Brandon. I understand. No, I'm backing your point. I'm backing you up. I know is what I'm saying. It's like that's what I'm getting at, dude. It's like you can't. The uh, like I just said, and what you guys fought me on in the beginning, they have just all it's done is they go, they take two things that. We might like, and they go pick between one. Well, of we're these. fighting That's you it. because that feed that feeds the rhetoric. That feeds the rhetoric, saying they're splitting us. No, they're not. They're only doing it if you say they are. If you, th- where are they, how are they splitting us? I'm sitting here next to people I might disagree with. What I'm saying, I is, have dinner is, with my dad. He votes for Trump. He watches fucking YouTubers all day long. It's not the I fact that care. it's not the fact that looking past your differences. It's the fact that it just sucks that I have to like vehemently vote against one thing that I really care about. To make sure that's something else, and I have to pick, and it just sucks. But it doesn't mean just because you're voting for a liberal candidate, you're voting against gun rights either. You're voting for gun control, and as a Second Amendment person, who who ha- you have no no risk of your gun rights voting for gun control. No, no, no. I'm talking about what the, I'm talking about all the fear and stuff that they put out there, and all the tags that the political parties that's put fucking, on there. That's world. It's that's just that's, like, but people fall for it, Jocelyn. And that's have, the scary part. And that propaganda is this video. Yes. yes. That's full circle. Yes. We'll mm-hmm. go from there. That propaganda. What you're saying is this video. Now, this conversation was a little more deep and intellectual, and I don't want to sell this video to people like it's deep and intellectual. It's as stupid as videos can get. It is it's very pretty dumb. fucking dumb. <laughs> but it got us to go into this conversation. It got us to go back and forth. So with that, we can just stop because this, you know, these conversations. But to will your go point, forever. that does yeah. make sense now, though, because Zoltan propaganda is normal to him. That he grew yes. up around propaganda, yeah. so it's a normal way to express. Well, that's your what I'm feelings. trying to say. Yeah. From from an immigrant perspective, is like you you learn that you're manipulating people without even knowing it a lot of times because that's what you're taught. Yeah. For them to pay attention to you and. Uh, but again, it's not something that it just. It, I, I do agree with him saying it's not political because it really feels it, like somebody was is. trying to make art and and <sighs> it just didn't. It didn't resonate. Yeah. So didn't. you only get the political part of it. You don't look, get the art part of it. Look, if he j- again, just like you said the in, the, in the beginning of the, yeah. in the beginning a, of this conversation, yeah. if he just would have used different imagery it, to get the yeah. same point across, it would have been fine. But you went. It still would have been a five finger death punch right. song. But it would have been fine. Right. Yeah, they didn't put the <laughs> lyrics on the screen. Just so you know, for a reason. For a reason, because people would have been like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the lyrics again. Try not to talk shit. They're they're sweet guys. If you guys are fans, support them. We're not here to to blackball no. anybody. Uh, but before, last story, real quick, because we went off on that a long time. But I, it was good. I really loved talking to you guys about this stuff. To be honest, before we get into our new, we are evidence film. that you can disagree with people and talk. And we're still friends. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah. dude. Right. Because we it, yeah. it exists. It exists. I'm only going to follow Jocelyn home after the show. Exactly. Yeah. And burn her house down. But it's not I on the show. The but then, so he doesn't know where I live. But honestly. then. I know exactly. I helped you move, bitch. <laughs> She'll call you and you'll give her a place to stay. That's true. I oh, there you go. Motherfucker. While, while it's burning. Yeah, it's like being friends with Kim Jong un. <laughs> <laughs> Last story you're going to touch on real quick before I interview with Danny Filth guy. Tommy Lee says he'll move to Greece if Donald Trump is reelected. True or false? Uh, false. Gre- Sylvia? Not false. <laughs> Greece is not going to take him. What visa are they going to give him? Yeah, like, right. What is he going to apply for a visa oh. for? Is he going to open a deli? <laughs> like, True or false? False. 
I'm a false too. Shut up, Tommy Lee. All right. With that, shut up. With that, me and, me and Danny do talk some shit about Vince Neil in the interview. So. I just love Tommy Lee being like, well, if Trump gets elected, I'm packing up my dick and I'm going home. Yeah, and America's like, like, Tommy, cares. come back. No one cares. Tommy, Tommy, there's more wives to beat. Who will play at the Motley Crue reunion? <laughs> Yeah, I really, I really think America would be like, that's cool, bro. Go. Yeah, but who's gonna I think the majority of the comments said, yeah, it would be like, you're, you're okay, Tommy. Lee. Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna, we'll be fine. Who's going to pretend like Vince Neil wasn't even there? Well, I've been on stage with him for an hour and a half. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to get knocked out by his kid? All right. All right. I'm done. Oh. 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 And it was on video and everything. Hey, yeah. okay, I didn't yeah. believe that. Who's going to get knocked out by his kid and then post it to his very own social media site? Go. <laughs> by his wife. By his wife. Go. <laughs> Someone in Greece. No. 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 Somebody's Someone going to Greece. America. <laughs> I love that Tommy Lee. I love when people say this and think that they can. My grandma says it to me every week. She goes, if Trump gets elected, I'm moving to Canada. And I go, oh, Canada doesn't want you, grandma. You have one good hip. Yeah. What are you going yeah. to do? contribute to the Canadian <laughs> What kind economy? of poutine are you going to make? I love this American idea that we all think that yeah. we can just hop over just hop to another over. country. We'll be, we'll be accepted. <laughs> I liked, uh, yeah, I, I saw Bruce Springsteen. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Australia if Trump's in it. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> I'm sure the boss. <laughs> I'm sure they'll take. I'll t- I'm yeah. sure the boss can go where he wants. Yeah, the boss. Yeah, yeah. The, bo- yeah the boss yeah. will go to Australia. But my and it grandmother be with land. one good hip who has to ride a scooter around Coles, mm. Canada's not biting Sorry, down the, <laughs> jumping down the border yeah. to get her over there. That free healthcare <laughs> should be the reason she goes up there. Anyway, so with that, guys, whew, it was fun. I like having all four of you here. It's I know it's so much fun. It's good times. <laughs> Let's jump into our interview with Danny Filth of Cradle of Filth. Everyone, what's going on? Petter, Metal Sucks Podcast. On the phone, back on the show, I got Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth. And we are here to talk about the live stream show on Hallow's Eve, October 30th, guys, at St. Mary's Church. But tell us a little bit about the entire thing for the world that doesn't know about where this is located at. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a venue that we've played uh, many times before. It's really cool, actually. Um, a deconsecrated church. It's very much in the town center of, uh, in fact, Britain, uh, England's oldest city, which is Colchester, first Romans, a major Roman settlement. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it just seemed like a, a natural place to, to do it. Actually, we were going to um, look at a live stream in the Czech Republic because both our drummer and one of our guitarists are both from there. And uh, then suddenly all these, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard about this COVID-13 thing, <laughs> but it's been shutting down everything. And then suddenly uh, what was a safe travel corridor between England and the Czech Republic closed. Fortunately, uh, a mere two weeks after a, our guitarist had finished his parts for the album, like he couldn't come for ages. And then we managed to get a window for him. Very weird because like he was the last person to record anything on the record. <laughs> it was so weird doing everything back to front. Um, like I was doing vocals without, you know, without the bass or the drums, uh, bass, sorry, bass or guitars being done. So yeah, it was, it was a weird, but yeah, but a cool scenario, really cool actually. And it enabled us to spend a lot of time on it, you know, and just relax and, and, and not feel pressured by deadlines or, or whatnot. So anyway, um, naturally like most bands, we were hungry to play live i mean i actually believe that our drummer and our guitarist are both playing gigs in the czech republic in fact they had one at the weekend i believe um with like um an old czech band that they play for um 
so it's really frustrating obviously naturally for musicians and everybody likes music in general this whole bloody thing is is frustrating as hell so um it's not like it was a new idea about the the, the live stream we were actually uh, going to do it at the same location at the beginning of july uh this was back in may um but the church was having work re- uh, restorative work being done to the to the roof or something so obviously because everybody has to keep a social distance as well the building work was obviously going a lot slower than usual so it went from july to august september and then we were like fuck it <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like, it's, damn as close to halloween let's make it a halloween and that way you know perhaps we've got time for people to quarantine if they have to come into the country have you checked out any of the live stream concerts? Because I've been doing a lot all the way through since it's been happening in about April. First one I did was Enslaved. And I've been checking out all the bands that have been doing these. And um, I'm a huge fan of this. Um, have you saw any or have you checked any of them out um, on your own end by chance? I, I hate to admit it. I have. I think I saw a little bit of 69 Eyes one. Mm. Um, no, I I don't know why, really, to be fair. I think it must be because I'm catching up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't checked any out, to be honest. Maybe, like I say, just, just a couple from uh, passing by, but I haven't sc- subscribed to any. In fact, I think it's quite cool. It's like albums. You keep yourself away. When you're writing an album from anybody that's doing a modern album at the same time, or, you know, like a few years. So you nothing sort of bleeds over, mm-hmm. you know, if you're careful enough, you you get away with ripping loads of people off in the fifties. <laughs> it, it has taken a, a lot of preparation. Yeah, um, we are still in the midst of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, we have crew, you know, we've got a film crew, we've got you know props, and and it's just a massive undertaking. Like four score, uh, the amount of time that it would normally take in in this scenario. But then again, it wouldn't be this scenario. Um, yeah, no, I, just, I, I think they're great. Yeah, they, they, they're the best you can have at the moment. And I think uh, whatever happens with, um, if everything returns to normal, which, you know, hopefully it will do, um, albeit with a few alterations along the way, but we'll get through it. Um, I still think these will, these will be a thing because it's like in a controlled environment. You can watch it at, you know, if you're in Brazil and you don't, get to see your favorite bands they never tour there or like, you know or the one time they did you you know you were in hospital or whatever mm-hmm. um it's a perfect opportunity to catch your favorite band i mean as long as it's not like overboard and people do it all the time uh, i think yeah it's pretty cool that's that's how i see it i see it as a very good uh tool for a lot of things i think like if you're say a new record's coming out like we're, we're going to talk about your guys's record that you just brought up that you're recording and you guys want to do uh, it perform it in its entirety for the fans, like a listening party after it's released, like a live stream, things like that, I think work on a world level. But also, I, d- I don't know the the business side, if that would affect things as well. So because I know that that makes the budget a lot more that normally goes into maybe videos might go into something I know, like I was, this. I got slightly perturbed after all the, the background work that's been done, uh, putting this together with mm. the management and you know the booking agents and whatever and a live stream service um just a, a couple of people you know everybody else is very happy very happy that cradle were doing this cradle cradle fans naturally um but there's just a few people 
you know, more than a few people that just instantly, why is this not for free? You know, like the band should be giving something back. You know, I've been made redundant or, you know, I'm still on furlough. And that's like, wow. <laughs> wow. Why don't you go and moan at Metallica or Iron Maiden or someone? Who cares? You know what I mean? I mean, it's, Jesus Christ, what a stupid... Not that I don't care. It's been sarcastic. Um, what a stupid fucking thing to say. And having, you know, the amount of work that's been put into, and hopefully, you know, that, that it's still going to happen because you just don't know what's around the corner, do you? I mean, like, talking of second lockdowns and even if they just do partial lockdowns across countries, which I think, is going to preserve, uh, you know, financial aspects of this, this this whole thing, so we don't have massive crashes everywhere. Um, it's still going to impact severely. You know, like one minute can you go to a gig, one minute can you travel to a country. I'm supposed to be going to Italy to see my girlfriend uh, this weekend. I've seen her uh, for the whole of this year, basically, and uh, a window is opened. Italy's okay; we can travel there. She has to get a stupid form that she has to pay for and have a, have a test as well. But we can meet there. But every day you're checking because, like, last week Portugal was okay. This week, no, you have to quarantine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane times. Yeah, you said it. And to plan a tour was, would be virtually impossible as things are, like you said, there's, there's openings here and there, but they change yeah. and they change well, as we, they we, go. We had a big tour planned. For, it would literally would be starting in the States uh, now. Mm. Um, and naturally, we haven't actually finished mixing the record. But seeing as we had this huge amount of time, we could only get out for certain hours of the day, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, we strung it out. But had, had it been, you know, without all this nonsense, we would have been out on the road. And we've moved that tour, which is a big, uh, big tour, uh, with a lot of other well-known bands, We've moved that back now, like four or five times. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't even know when it's happening now, but it's, it's apparently happening at some point. But the goalposts keep shifting. You're right. You know, uh, my mind, my mindset is, and like I said, there's no logic to this, but my mindset is 2021. What's at, your mind at this <laughs> point? Yeah. <laughs> But in April, September sounded real safe to me. So <laughs> I should say it like that, you know. I was like, "Yeah, September's fine. I'd, I'd just reschedule something." But yeah, yeah, we. You said it, man. We can't. We can't tell. And it's crazy when. We, I, I just, go ahead. Sorry. I think a lot of people think that um, when twenty twenty ends and twenty twenty one begins, that's literally going to be the end of the, the problems. Mm-hmm. You know. It's all it's all reserved for this year and this year alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, but, um, it's, it's, you're completely right. I do, I do think that Sorry. way, but it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> it's it's wishful thinking, I guess. Three or four months for me. Uh, that's that's kind of the way it is. But yeah, there is no logic. I just I'm just gonna follow the rules and do whatever's best for the society. I do like how you brought up how there was a couple people that said why aren't you, why isn't your show for free. And they don't put together, A, bands are struggling. Uh, one of the major small businesses, if we may, that are struggling intensely are bands. Second, they don't put together that, um, you know, this is going to be it maybe for the entire year. Next summer might be out. They don't. Well, they don't. It's, it, yeah. it's not just band. It's the entire entertainment industry. Exactly, yeah. Completely uh, my, right. My sister, my sister runs uh, something that's like for the Actors Guild or whatever, and they're, they're crippled at the moment. Mm. And, uh, yeah, the government's bailing out, but 
all the money goes to like the big places that are really well known, like the Royal Albert Hall or Birmingham NEC or Wembley Stadium. Um, yes, it's it's crippling the entertainment industry, and that that doesn't go for the people at the front of the house, the people in the spotlight, but it's everybody, even down to you know like event organisers, you know people who put uh, toilets in and stuff like that. I mean, it filters right through to you know it's it's, it's a big yeah, a big loss in, of the public sector, like millions of people. Absolutely, and and that's something that I think a lot of people forget when they they say why isn't something for free. Those are the people that are stealing your shit anyway. Just so you know, the people that say that they're, <laughs> they're not even paying for anything anyway. But um, it, it's it's weird because we see that a lot more. Is that the world's about me, 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 and then we preach very much how everybody's learning empathy more. But from my experience, it seems like people are less empathetic these days than when I was growing up twenty years ago. How do you, how do you feel? Well, I, I think this. I think. People are just too busy to be empathetic. That's mm, why. That's that's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. We are always moving. Slowing us down in this time was, I think, mentally one of the str- the, the strangest things to happen because um, a we're driven by, you know, I don't know, uh, habit and our habit with our phone at this point is a part of our life or, or you know our, our internet intake and all that stuff. And then we're, we're driven by, you know, anxiety, stress, things like that. So it's all kind of intertwined at a point where the world, like you said, the team of like, let's think about us, 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 doesn't seem to apply as much as me, me, me for a lot of folks. Um, do you think that's going to be kind of a, a foresight of what we're looking at in the future for art, for entertainment, for things like that, that it's going to be more focused on the individuals rather than um, the collective? <laughs> That's, a, that's a, a good question, um, and one I probably can't answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it may, it may be forced into that scenario, mm. you know, uh, segregation and uh, whether borders are over, who can travel, how many people could be at shows. Um, well, it sort of could be a collective thing because metal in general is always going to be a sort of force of nature. You know, there's, it's a collective. It's probably the, the most um, bitchy, definitely bitchy, um, but most unified um, form of music, you know, like, uh, especially, you know, for fans. Mm-hmm. Fans, metal fans really are into bands. If they're into a band, they collect everything, you know, they're wearing bands underpants. Um, they've got the band's curtains, everything. Um, so in that respect, I, I, I think, well, who knows? I, I, I think that I could, I could go on all day about it, but yeah, I, I, I don't know really. But um, yeah, I think maybe it's going to mutate and survive. As we did with the, you know, the literal demise of, of uh, CD. Uh, got a bit of a, a vinyl revival, but majority of things are, are, are downloadable, you know, mm-hmm. through streaming platforms. That was a big hurdle for the music industry. So taking away the probably the last vestige of the actual music, the performance, actually doing it for real out there, um, you know, it's like cutting off the other leg. <laughs> yeah. Just to like waddle along now. You said it, my friend. You said it. So as the entertainment industry and like even actors, like a lot of people, when you look at salaries of, of actors 10 years ago compared to now, it, there, there's a lot of like a struggling actor back in the day, I think, was maybe 
a little less than it is today because the salaries have changed dramatically because of uh, things like you said, streaming services and all that stuff. The big, the big budget studios don't fork over as much unless you're in that top echelon, just like the bands. But um, a lot of bands, they have opportunities through touring where I don't know if the other arts um, can really sustain that. Comedians, who I don't even know if comedians matter anymore, which is something that I, I really loved growing up. I, I don't know. Um, but uh, it's just a thought process as I go through this, and I, and I, and I kind of see more and more that um, I don't know how it's going to be at the end of the, the rainbow, like, like you, you were saying as well, but I, I'm just very curious on how we as a society are going to accept art. I feel very optimistic that it's going to be the next you know revolution of like creativity and all these great things but i'm also scared because of the way we consume things now that a lot of things are going to be left on the side even after this uh short interval in Mm. in history um it's just going to mean there's like everybody's going to be releasing records Mm -hmm. at the same time and there's a huge heavy influx yeah and a lot of it's going to be sort of uh unmonitored you know yeah like uh People have been writing albums without the guidance <laughs> of adults. <laughs> so we don't know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's going to be good. For, it's going to be a good creative drive. It's, you know, um, we'll have to see. We've got through everything else. Uh, we'll probably look back on this in a couple of years where everybody's immunized and just go, fucking hell, we've got to, you know, it wasn't that big a deal, really. Yeah, that's how it's like, that's, that's we a... made it too big a deal. And the financial uh, repercussions of that are still echoing. But a more positive note, let's just hope that, you know, everything does go back to normal. Yeah, absolutely. In, in in the States, at least where I'm from, it seems like we do have to start over every five or ten years due to financial things. Um, that's just the way life kind of has been. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to learn, I guess, at a certain point. Do you agree with that? Well, I think with this, we should be learning from our mistakes, especially ecologically. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, overpopulation is a thing that's really close to my heart. I mean, I, I, just, I think we're trying to repair all these little gaps in the sand to stop the water running back in, but we're missing, the, you know, the wood for the trees here. It's like it's only going to keep getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And the problem here is overpopulation, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Whether you believe nature is an entity or whatever, but or you know it's an organism and like parasites on it, it's retaliated in some form or another. If you want to take that figuratively or literally, um, it's been like a little bit of a timeout, which has obviously been good for the natural world. You know, mm-hmm. your carbon emissions, uh, borders closed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But knowing what people are like, they're so quick to forget. And I think if even if it went back to normal, like tomorrow people will be like it would just be back to the usual selfish ways you know the the big companies trying to earn as much money as possible super trawlers trying to get as much fish from the oceans as possible blah 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 the usual crap Mm -hmm. uh so i think you know the bigger picture really is uh, that we do need to learn by by these mistakes this hasn't happened uh for no reason at all you know Absolutely, man. So I do want to touch base one more time, everybody, just so you guys know. The reason I'm talking to Danny is you guys got to make sure you go to cradleoffilth.veeps.com if you guys want VIP treatment for this live stream that's happening Hallow's Eve, October 30th. Now, tell us a little bit about the VIP tickets. I believe there's only 100 that are available, but what exactly does that entail for the fans? Um, Good question. Good question. (laughs) Um, 
we're actually not doing it on the day of the show. We're doing it from the rehearsal day. Um, and I think we're going to be doing it in, in the church's graveyard, or if it's like pissing with rain, which probably is going to be. It's England, after all. Um, it'll, you know, be in, in, in this church and what have you. And I, I guess it's going to be just like a proper virtual, well, it's going to have to be a virtual meet and greet, get to spend some time with, with the people, which is not going to, it's going to be face-to-face, but it's not going to be uh, person-to-person, as in actual physicality. Um, so again, something quite novel, but I think, yes, I think people have been doing a lot of this, actually. I think I saw a, a disastrous Vince Neil one, where he, he just sold, like, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just lies. you know, it's one of these, uh, these famous people things where, you know, you pay but for a greeting, a visual greeting. Hi, I'm Vince. But it wasn't. It was. Oh yes, we did. We talked about that on our wonderful show. We did let that go. Oh my God. <laughs> right. so, and you know, this was like about two weeks before he was due to go on a tour as well. When he he'd already said in the press, you know, yeah, we've all hired like fitness coaches and we're we're really looking good and we're back to full strength and voices sounding great. Two minutes later, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just amazing. Yeah, that was uh, that was a, a uh, you know what I was uh, one of those people that was kind of cheered for him. I'm like I didn't believe him for a second because I live out here in Vegas. Vince is out here as well, and um, he he's not in shape. And I was like, dude, I hope he does. Like just the arena tour, like it sold. Like I was hoping for it, but then it, yeah, I just I just I just think I, I mean I, I like. I like the guy. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I'm not I'm saying not anything like that. Yeah. But but. It's just an insult to, to everybody, really. Mm-hmm. It's an insult to the fans. Mm-hmm. It's an insult to music in general and the position that he's got as a person. I mean, this, this tour is going to bank him. Obviously, this is why they're doing it. I mean, they, they were fucking supposed to split up like last tour or whatever. Um, so they're going to make millions from this. Millions upon millions. And the guy can't even make an effort to do it right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's uh, that's what bothers me. I think that's what uh, bothers me about a lot of the um, people that are in the position of, of the power in the rock and roll, roll world. Now, there's a lot of them out there. Don't get me wrong. I saw ACDC and, you know, there's bands out there that crush it. Metallica. We're not talking about them. But the guys that have that power that can still do the show that really just, I mean, I saw... I'll be honest. I, I'm not a f- huge fan of Miley Crew. I saw him on their final show. It was he didn't sing at all. But it wasn't the final show, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't at all. And it was it was all backing. I mean, he didn't sing anything, you know, at all, really. And I'm okay with the. I'm okay with modern times, you know, and music. But I, I really feel like if there's zero attempt at singing, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. But <laughs> so, and then to me. You might as well just have a, a fat mop up there that somebody just waves with his clothes. <laughs> Dude, I wonder if the fans would care. Yeah, they would. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Motley Crue fans. I know you guys love them. I'm sorry, but their time to me has been long gone. So, but I do want to touch base. You talked about the a new record you guys have recorded. Me, I've been a huge fan of the work that you've since Richard Shaw's been in the brand. The guitar work that you guys have done. A lot of the songs have. Uh, really stuck with me the last two records so with richard saw like i said he's the guitar player it's been in the band the last two records and this record that you guys just recorded um when you when you get a connection with a, a certain artist like that like a guitar player um what do you look for because the band's been around for so long and it, it they have to kind of give you that creative jump 
Um, how has he done that in the band the last couple records for you? Well, I think, well, let's go back to the, to, to the point. We were never prepared for that situation anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were doing a co-headline tour with Behemoth in Europe, mm-hmm. and uh, our guitarist at the time, one had suddenly got a very, wait, well, he'd been having a very serious neck problem for a long while, but it got so bad that he had to have uh, major surgery on his neck, on, on the bones. Um, so he was out of the question for this tour. It was all booked, everything was ready to go, and then suddenly our other guitarist, Paul, decided, you know what, I, don't, I just don't want to do this tour. He just didn't want to do it. He didn't feel it was right. Um, for some reason, he just pulled it. And as luck would have it, we managed, we'd already found someone to replace our other guitarist with the neck problems, and uh, a friend at the very last minute of uh, our drummer, Ashok, he, uh, Ashok, the guitarist, stepped in. And long story short, we, we kept those players. We had such a successful tour. Everything gelled very well. Two amazing guitarists. And uh, it kind of just fused. And we, we kept it like that. Um, so there were no aspects we were really looking for. And they fitted in perfectly. Obviously, they'd done their homework in, in regards to to the credit for material. And I believe Rich was a fan beforehand as well, which it already help, always helps. But, yeah, that's how it happened. I mean, it's been a, a while now. It's like yeah. he's been in the band like almost seven years. Yes. The, you, you've the same lineup since uh, Hammer of the Witches pretty much all the way through, except for you just mentioned Lindsay, a little replacement. But, yeah, the, the, the team's strong. This is the third record from you guys uh, coming together. So I'm really excited about it because the last two I really, really enjoyed. I, I listened to them. You know, um, they're kind of my go-to records, and they have been for the last five or ten years for a minute, which is uh, says a lot considering how uh, fantastic your guys' catalog is. So um, really excited about the new record. I know we don't have a time frame on that, but before I let you go, I just want to remind everybody one more time. Guys, make sure you are pre-ordering and checking out the live stream show October 30th. Cradleoffilth.com is where you, you can get all the information or on their socials. It's going to be everywhere, but guys, it's going to be a fantastic time. Hallow's Eve, nothing Nothing better to me than uh, Cradle of Filth on Hallow's Eve or Halloween. And uh, last question, just real quick. What is one of the most memorable Hallow's Eve or Halloween shows you've ever done in recent memory? Hello, um, recent memory? Um, would there be nothing? <laughs> well, it'd have to be last Halloween. <laughs> or or uh, any time, yeah. Last, yeah, well, no, last, it, it, was, it wasn't actually at Halloween. It was, I think, on the 19th. Mm. But it was billed as a Halloween show, and it was uh, the London Palladium which is a very austere and famous landmark in London. It's where all the variety shows, you know, the big comedians, it's, you know, it's like royalty go there. Uh, the Queen has a box, you know, it's always televised. So we managed to get a show there, uh, very opulent. And we, um, it was just a night with us, basically. And, uh, yeah, we just pulled out all the stops. We had snow and fire, like perpetual fire and, uh, vampire women on stage, and we played all the cruelty. It was just a, a marvelous, magical night, and it was for the fans. You know, it was a real. But the whole day was just like we were in awe of everything. We we're playing this amazing venue. Oh my god, this guy's buried under the stage, and oh my god, we've got like such a fantastic stage show. Thank God I'd have to clean up all the mess we we're making afterwards. And then we had like a bar for our friends and family and that afterwards. And yeah, I can't remember really going to bed that night, but it was a great Halloween. Yeah. 
Oh man, excellent. So this one, let's let's hope this one tops it, guys. Everybody make sure you're pre-ordering the show. Like we said, it's coming out October 30th. And VIP fans, cradleofilth.veeps.com. Make sure you guys are checking that. There's not a lot of tickets available, so you want to jump on that ASAP. With that, Danny, always a pleasure to chat with you, my friend. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you.
Metal Sucks Podcast.
All right, guys, and we are back. First song you heard is Cradle of Filth, Heartbreak and Seance. That is off their last record, Crypto Rihanna, The Seductiveness of DK, which is out now. Make sure you guys go to cradleoffilth.veeps.com. That's cradleoffilth.veeps.com for their October 30th concert they'll be streaming it's going to be amazing guys as we talked about it it's in saint mary's church out there it's going to be a great time next song you heard is from a band called draconian that song is called sorrow a sophia and their new album under a godless veil is coming out october 30th i can't stop listening to this record great time guys so if you check like that song make sure you check out the record and with that i want to thank everybody out there for the five-star reviews we keep getting on the good old apple itunes you guys, that's all we ask for as a team. That's all we ask for for all the hard work we put in. Thank you guys for just going to Apple iTunes and clicking that five-star. Don't even have to write words, just a five-star review. And for your support on our other podcast, our documentary podcast, Rise to Offend, guys. This week, we are doing Insane Clown Posse. We're doing the history. Uh, we did part one today, and we weren't mean at all. <laughs> right, so right. So let's I just mean, say. I, I do feel dumber. Because I've done the research. Uh, yes. I'm the one who did all the research. Oh, yes. boy. So, oh, really? Well, I'm the one who fucked all the juggalos. Okay, oh. okay. Uh, well, me okay. and Was that not Sylvia part of the episode? Are not a part of it. Like, okay, well, I'm, I'm bending at the knee to you, General. I am on a lot no, of penicillin I, I, right I, now. I, I so, mean, wow, you just trumped me. Bad. <laughs> you grabbed me by my pussy and fucking destroyed my... My axe is my yeah, buddy. I'm over here like, well, I could tell you when Violent J was born and Giles was like, yeah, well, I could tell you if he has foreskin or not. <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> With that, so if you guys want to hear that, <laughs> Rise to a Fan has got many artists, metal guys, Odorous Urungus, Gigi Allen, Wendy O. Williams, Phil Anselmo, Peter Steele, list goes on and on, Henry Rollins. Guys, go check it out. Marilyn Manson, six-hour episodes. We break it down. ICP is what we're doing right now, if you guys are interested. And five-star reviews on the good old iTunes for this show right here. And with that, guys, we got about three weeks, and then we don't have to talk politics anymore. I'm excited. Oh, God, I can't yeah. wait. I can't <laughs> fucking wait. All right, the next three weeks are going to be a little bit of a, uh, I'm going to be eating my fingernails. But until then, my friends, next week. The Metal Sucks Podcast is signing off.